Are you the kind of person who leverages a favour only to be a complete asshole after? Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Today we'll be sharing stories from our past, playing some games, and maybe even performing a live sketch or two. Let's water the garden till the roots rot, grab your knitting needles, a blanket, because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. And Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. Now, guys, we have some exciting news to tell you all. Uh, we actually got nominated at the Australian Podcast Awards. We made the finalists for Best Comedy. So it's us with uh, five other finalists, including uh, Tony Martin's podcast is in there. So we're in fantastic company, which is always good. Um, the funny thing is, though, when we're recording this, this episode is going to come out after the awards. So we we don't know if we're going to win or not. I think it's safe to say we'll probably lose. I think we'll come dead last. Yeah, that's yeah, safe. They'll rake them. Yeah. <laughs> and in last. <laughs> welcome to- First runner up. What's that mean? What's that mean? <laughs> and here's a wooden spoon for you, for you and for you. Congratulations. A wooden mic. <laughs> So before we get started, I live in a very, very cold house. Uh, it, <laughs> it drives me nuts how cold it is. Uh, it's, it's weird because it's a 1970s apartment and you'd think that those apartments are made better and thicker. And, and, <laughs> Why? But, but because, Why do you have so much faith in the architecture of the 70s? Well, I feel like... <laughs> it's a recurring theme. Well, because I feel like um, apartments that are built nowadays, they're built with, uh, with scant... Scantily clad <laughs> Cladding <laughs> That's great Yeah Apartments nowadays Apartments nowadays. No they're built with like the cheapest resources yeah. possible And for some reason I think that Are 40 you just trying ago, to say that there's not enough insulation in the walls? That's exactly what I'm trying to say There's no insulation in the walls But one of the things I've missed out on living in this house Is when you turn on the tap and you fill up your glass of water The pipes are very warm And I don't know how <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works. I would love to get a builder in here. <laughs> so, so very warm water pours out of the tap until I discovered ice water. The cold side of the tap. <laughs> the cold side of the tap. So I realised that I like ice water so much. Like you put ice cubes in your water. Ice cubes in the water or at the moment I've got a bottle, a glass bottle that sits in the fridge that I absolutely love and I'm like, oh, this will be delicious. And what it, what it's actually resulted in is that I don't need juices or soft drinks or anything. I just need ice water. How have you learnt this only after 32 years? <laughs> yeah. What's been taking so long? I don't know. Well, I think it's because my girlfriend, when she gets Water out of the tap She'll put it in the microwave 15 seconds what? And warm what? it up That's, uh, <laughs> I know That on. is way better Than your icy Why water Why did we get started With this <laughs> So guys Before we get started uh, My <laughs> girlfriend um, Yeah she warms it up I'm not sure what it is She's She's what? got incredible Drinking habits <laughs> it, it sounds that way So the weirdest thing About her drinking habits Is that she cannot Skull liquids She has to Put it so she takes a little bit of water. Skull, skull, it, skull, skull. A- I can't. <laughs> <laughs> she takes a little bit of um, little bit of water, puts it in her mouth, and then bit drip, of flour. Drip feeds, and then <laughs> no. drip feeds it into her um, into, no. into the next thing, the throat. I think it is. <laughs> That's not real. Yeah, she does. She doesn't it. fill up her mouth with water and then do small gulps. Yep. 
It's oh like a small God. bird. But do you guys enjoy water at room temperature or ice? <laughs> so, so one thing that always frustrates me is when you go to someone's house and they act like it's a big production when they go, oh, would you like some chilled water? <laughs> like they've gone to the effort of getting... And I don't like chilled water. Yeah. I only drink water at room temperature. Yeah, I'm with so you, when Christian. I say, when I say, oh, I'll just have it from the tap, it's like it's big letdown. Like, oh, it's just the tap water. It's, you've gotten the tap water and put it in the fridge. It's not yeah. that much effort. It's not filtered. No. Yeah. Is it also that same question, Christian, when you get asked in a restaurant, do you want um, sparkling or tap water? Ooh. Have you? Have, has anyone ever said sparkling? It's me. just always tap. Really? No, me. me. Why? Yeah, charge me $7. Yes, please. <laughs> no, no, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> why, do you, why do you want sparkling I, water? I really like sparkling water. Why do you like sparkling I water? I like burping. <laughs> That's why you like it? Yep. Yep, because with my meal, I feel like as I burp, it makes more room. Ridiculous. But I also enjoy the the. But you're the, in a restaurant. I you're... also enjoy burping. But the don't sensation. You have to do it discreetly because you're in public in a restaurant. Yeah, you do the one where it's like. He doesn't fart discreetly. Why would he do it with burping? Okay, so you just said to do you do burping to make more room, but then your example, your burp, you swallow it back down again. No, 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 no. I breathe it up. It's through my nostrils. Really? Is burping the same chemical reaction as cracking your back? Yeah. <laughs> I hate cold water. I I find it really bad. Yep. Like I like drinking room temperature water because yep. it's it's I, I think that's my teeth. Like I can't handle icy poles. Like people who bite to yeah. icy oh. poles with the front teeth. Amazing that they can do that. I, I, I do that. I, I, really? I can bite through icy poles and I really enjoy it. Ugh. I wish I didn't, but I, I bite through everything. I, just, I have to gnaw <laughs> at it with the side of my molars. Like, <laughs> Well, do you know that drinking icy water isn't good for you? Why not? Yeah, the yeah here we go. Isn't it the, the idea? Well, oh, I'll have see, a go at you about. I'm already water. I'm already thinking back to how much critique we got for saying that Coke Zero <laughs> yeah. or just any of our argument there. I know. Yeah. Should we issue an apology for that last discussion <laughs> we had in the last patch? Um, I'm hesitant to put forward my reasoning for why icy water is unhealthy, but I th- I remember reading. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's a great start to any scientific fact. <laughs> <laughs> that when you drink icy water, the shock uh, that it puts your body under, your body has to bring the icy water back to room temperature or the temperature that you're of your body. And it takes quite a lot of energy for your body to do that. Josh, do you subscribe to that? Stop asking people if they subscribe to things. This isn't a podcast. <laughs> it's not a magazine that you can subscribe to. You said it so many times. What do you last, mean? In terms jo- of the turn of phrase. like, Josh, do you subscribe? What's wrong with that? that that's, Dion, Dion. You don't think that's accurate English? It is, but stop saying it. <laughs> Dion, Woman's Day, do you subscribe to that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We ask people to subscribe to the podcast. Okay, do you know what? I've got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> I got a bone if you're going to have a bone to pick with me about saying subscribe, what about the amount of times that you say, um, excuse me? <laughs> you say it so often. Excuse so me? Often. Yeah, you say, you say that. It's the same. Have you noticed that, Josh? So, uh, if you don't know, Josh brilliantly edits our podcast. Josh, have you noticed how many times Christian says excuse me? No, not at all. Great. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> I guess it's the same as Josh saying day on. <laughs> Never yeah. happened. No, but that's because he's got bias and bias towards you as well because he likes you. I'd subscribe to that. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, the other day I was uh, looking at a piece of software on my computer and I mentioned that I really wanted this software and you were like, I've got this. I've got a license code. 
And I was like, sweet, this is great. So you proceeded to email me the, the license code and I um, inputted it and it worked on my computer. I was really happy. But then you were a total asshole to me afterwards and I'm not sure why that was. And it made me think, is Christian doing that thing where you ask for a favor you and then he was he leveraging this favor over me? And Christian, I just wanted to get your impressions on that. Well, I'll just fill in the gaps of the story that Dion left out. <laughs> I love, as per usual, I tell a story, Christian fills in the gaps, Josh laughs. <laughs> <laughs> it's because so, of the things you miss out to yeah. So what actually happened was I had purchased <laughs> So I had purchased this software It was called iMazing <laughs> And and it says that you have two uh, You can use this key twice, right? So I had used the key twice Once for my mum on her computer And once on my computer And Dion said, nah, let me use it again <laughs> Because it'll work for sure And I was like, yeah I, it may work, but also they may say, hey, you've tried using this a third time and then shut my account off or whatever the consequences may be. And for me, I was thinking, I don't care enough that you get some software for free to lose my access to it because it's great software. So I was a bit hesitant, but eventually, uh. but eventually I did give you the software key and you're using it for free. But then the next day, Dion got a bit cocky. And was like, well, I've already used iMazing. I may as well now ask for your Foxtel <laughs> Go <laughs> login details. I remember so that. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you were like, can I have your login details for Foxtel Go? I want to watch the football. Now, this isn't my login details. They're my mum's. So I'm already... And the seats are all full. My sister's using one. Her husband's using one. Oh, no, but I didn't but know that. As soon as you said that, I was did. like... <laughs> for some reason, I do recall the conversation now. <laughs> I was assuming what I did. But as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, that's fine. You've got all the, all the seats are full. As but if they referred to but, as seats. But that's what you are referring to me being an asshole. No, about. it's not. It was immediately after you gave me that license code. You're a dick to me. Well, it's more so because I had leverage over you. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite thing in all of that was Christian's... Which I think is the more accurate version Was literally the opposite of what you said Dion, you said And then Christian was like Oh mate, don't do that I've got a key for you <laughs> Yet the real thing was Dion going Yeah mate, just give me the key What are you talking about? Well, I also thought, Christian That your initial point That you input that key twice And it will stop working If it inputs a third time That would have to have like Your your IP address And your MAC address And your, your like the, okay. the unique could idea I of your computer you, Could I ask you a question? Hmm <laughs> Are you happy to make a purchase of like a promo code and then assuming that you did have an extra seat to have your mm. friends use that for free? Depends how gracious they were and it depends how much really? they needed it as well. Wait a minute. Yeah. No, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. But you'd be happy with it? Uh, I would on, yeah. Assuming yeah. this bit can be edited out. Yeah. <laughs> so what about if you had an Uber Eats voucher? <laughs> Thank you so much. And... Someone would get the privilege of that voucher if you used it to order dinner for both of you. Christian, you're not by any chance referring to <laughs> what happened the other night when I ordered pizzas on Uber Eats and realized I had a $20 voucher in there and I was going to split the cash with Josh. It came to $37 and I was like, I don't want to spend this on Josh. So I actually split the $37 two ways and made Josh pay the full amount. Yes, I am referring to that. Yes. <laughs> Christian, would you not do the same? You wouldn't have the guts to do that. You'd wish, you wish you'd do something like that, but you don't have the guts. That's right. I would use the promo code for the benefit of all people involved. No, but I want to use the promo code. For instance, if I'm at home Selfishly. and my girlfriend and I haven't cook dinner then i want half What's of it to difference? go to her What's the difference between a girlfriend and Josh? Sex. <laughs> <laughs>
So you're not so long hair, that's for sure. <laughs> so the the nature of a relationship that determines if you will share the promo code with them. Yeah, I think so. So yep. what what so is all food based discounts? Girlfriend is the cutoff. Uh, I would preference her. Yeah. What about I would. podcast? Like you, you really can't close get friends. much closer than Josh. <laughs> He's one of your best friends. You co-host a podcast with him. How did you feel? Because <laughs> because <laughs> because Josh, you didn't. I don't think at the time you didn't seem to have a problem with this. Because it's you, Dion. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> if it was someone else, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a bit weird. But because it was you, I was like, of course that makes sense. It's, it's Dion. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. So, so you thought it was a little bit weird? But there's no point in me arguing it. It's not my voucher. So it's like, it's not my decision to do with it yeah. what I would. I would probably, if I had a discount on my account for anything and I was going in, so food is a really clear example. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just use it on my account. Oh, great. We got $20 off that. That means the total's only X amount. Do you know what? On reflection, that is one of the biggest asshole things I've ever done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'll be transferring the money to your account. <laughs> so let's let's remember that this segment started with Dion calling me an asshole <laughs> for leveraging a favour. The only thing that I really track is um, like money, money favours and that kind of thing. Mm. So if you split a bill for something, I'll keep track of that. But if it's just like pick you up from this thing or drive you to that thing, it's mainly lifts really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think I track that stuff, but I've, I've realised that there are friends I just know it's going to come around so you don't think about it. Like you just go, no, that friend's good enough that I know that I'm, if I'm helping them with something, they'll be helping me with something in the future. Yeah. And I think that's what works the best as well when traveling overseas with a friend is you just kind of keep a general tally and hope that it evens out at the end. Do you do that, Christian? Yeah. yeah. Really? Well, I used to, not now that Splitwise exists. Yeah, it's way easier now. We used to have the genius thing is we just had a little purse and we each put like 100 euro into it That's every, every week or so. Huh. And that we use that every time do we you, went out. Do you know what I dislike? If people that don't want to go to that effort, it's like, no, 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 it'll be fine. Like, you'll just pay, it'll all even someone out. Someone like, always gets dogged. No, someone will always get dogged. And yeah. that's me. I yeah, always yeah, get yeah. dogged. Christian, your cousin is a plumber and you've also got a cousin that's an accountant. Yep. Do you get them to do work for you and do you pay them for, for their services? Yeah, yes. Uh, we have had my cousin, who is the plumber, come yep. over to our house to do some work. One of the issues was that because it wasn't a paid service, because you're, you're, it's your cousin and he's going to do it for free, he also didn't feel particularly invested in the yeah. job. Ah. So we just had this kind of leak in the ceiling for weeks and we were like, hey, you know, like still leaking. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come after work. I'll come after yeah. work. And he just kind of let it push, let it push out, let it push out. Well, he, we had the exact same thing when we started this podcast, Dion. Um, you was, used to work at a place with a graphic designer. Yes. And we were trying to work out, get the logo done for the show. Yep. And your your friend at work said, oh, look, I'll do it. And we're like, oh, great, we'll pay. She's like, no, don't pay me, don't pay me. And I was adamant. I was like, no, 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 pay them because then they're committed to doing the job mm. and they will actually do it. And then you can ask for revisions and stuff and you can be like, you couldn't. You couldn't yep. be pushy towards your cousin. But if you're paying someone, you can, even if they're a friend. Yep. And anyway, so the, the, the moral of that story was we, ne we didn't pay her because she insisted not being paid and she never did the job. Is the weirdness about it that you don't yeah. feel comfortable giving people you know money? Is that the weirdness associated with it? Because a friend of yeah. mine, his car just broke down, his, his transmission went and he got his friend who's a mechanic to uh, fix the transmission for like a hundred bucks, just oh. the parts. And then he took him out in a boat on Port Phillip Bay and they caught <laughs> and shot him. And they <laughs> <laughs> and they caught heaps of fish. And that friend was really happy because he didn't get paid for his time per se, but he got to catch heaps of fish and he got <laughs> shot as well. I love how Dion's idea of happiness is always going on a fishing trip. <laughs> Catching lots of, lots of fish. Lots of fish. <laughs> lots of fish. Um, my my thing with 
professional friends, I feel comfortable like asking for advice. So for mechanics, mm. for instance, you'd, you'd want to have a friend who's going to give you the straight and narrow, but you don't necessarily go, if you just tell me what's wrong with this or you can point me in the right direction mm. or with yep. a plumber and it's like, no, that, so you're not getting ripped off. That's the thing. You don't want to be ripped off and you've got a faithful friend who can give you the, the correct advice. That's all you want. So having a dad as a doctor was interesting when I was younger because he didn't want to treat us as kids because he didn't want to do a subpar. He hated us, but he also, <laughs> he didn't want to do a subpar job or a job that wasn't thorough where he could miss stuff. So I feel like there's the peril in- um, Sorry, he d- I don't understand that. He didn't want to do a, su- well, do a better job then. No. No, no, no. On, wouldn't no. he be providing the same service to everyone? No, He's a but, doctor. No, but like he, let's say he, I would go into his surgery and he wouldn't, he might not take down my full history because he knows me and he thinks, oh, I can just, you know, I can just uh, do okay. this without taking down your full oh, history. Of course. Um, so I feel like there's peril in getting, you know, people close to you to do you favors like that. Do you think you got better service from your father? My dad's an excellent doctor. He gives the best injections in the world. <laughs> I'm getting one tonight, actually. He's giving me a flu vaccine. Um, did your, I mean, did your parents do anything for you that was like... Dad, well, car man, he's always been the arbiter of our cars in our family. And he's like, he, he's got a mate who's a good mechanic who d- sees oh. him right. But dad diagnoses everything. And if he can't fix it, okay, cool, take it to my where, guy. And where, 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 where do you meet these mechanic yeah. friends? I, I, you know how people always talk about having an ethnic friend. Oh, I'd love a, this friend or a, that friend. Someone to really kind mechanic of friends, decorate yeah. the group. Yeah. <laughs> decorate the group that's, that's how you just want the majors you, yeah, you, <laughs> you have an interior designer for your group of friends <laughs> no you just want the big ones you want like uh, you want an IT specialist yep. you want an accountant what yep. have you, you got you've you got a, a doctor you want a mechanic you want a mechanic yep. yeah you just want friends in all of those fields so your life is just set and then your whole life is just sorted yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> And now it's time for Oh Wow of the Week. Oh Wow. Oh Wow. Oh Wow. The stickers on fruit are actually... (laughs) (laughs) The stickers on fruit are actually made out of edible paper. Even the glue holding the sticker to the fruit is food grade. Oh Wow. Oh Wow. Oh Wow. Oh Wow. The other night in my very, very cold apartment, it was, I was freezing my balls off. And at, and at 2 a.m., I got up to have a glass of very cold water and there was a party happening next door. So, we live next to these stoners. They're in and out of the apartment. They're, they're, I, I don't know what they are. They're like English backpackers. I think there's like... They're on rotation. There must be like 400 people, like five people living there at one time, but 400 people going through the whole place. And they have rages that go to like 9am in the morning. Sounds good, mate. I'm in. (laughs) All night. Josh loves a good night. Um, All night rages. And they were out on the balcony um, smoking weed and talking really, really loudly. (laughs) Smoking weed? Smoking pot and really, really loudly. And they were keeping... Smoking loudly. (laughs) Oh, geez, that's so loud. <laughs> anyway, so I, I sort of thought to myself, how can I tell them? I, I need them to shut up. What can I say in order to get them to be quiet? Uh, and so I crafted a little sentence, walked out onto the balcony, and I said to them, hey, dudes, can you go inside to talk, please? 
<laughs> and they were like, sorry, sorry. Yeah. And I was really proud of that sentence. I thought I nailed the sentence. Christian, I don't think you thought I nailed the sentence, but they were no, really good about no, it. What I appreciated about... No, no, no. I really appreciate that you took the time to structure the sentence yeah. based on who they were. So you identified, these are cool dudes, so I'm yeah. going to call them dudes. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, dudes. But I need, to be, I need to make my point after that. So I'll start... I'll start quite gentle and then I'll and I'll force my way into it. Actually, and now whenever I see one of them exiting the house or entering the house, I get blanked by them. And <gasps> I feel and I feel like saying to them, "Sorry, are you annoyed at me for telling you kindly to shut up at 2 a.m. whilst you're off your head screaming?" And that only happened after you yeah. Said the thing. Yeah. And they used to just go, hey, mate. Yeah. And yeah. that stopped. Yeah. And obviously, they've had this team meeting inside. Obviously. This, yeah, yeah. This this this, U, this UK style meeting. You, you're the man now. But what can I do? They were at 2 a.m. and they were making a lot of noise. And I told them really nicely to shut up. Yeah. I think, I think it's all about identifying your target person and just coming to it at their level. At no point does getting really angry and yelling at someone uh-huh. late at night do anything at all. Yeah. All it does is make them go, hey, what a narc. We hate that guy. What a dickhead. But there was another situation last week. I was at brunch with three friends. We were having a really good time. We were kind of telling stories to each other. It was pretty much a podcast that wasn't recorded. We were laughing, having fun. Yeah, who was there? And I, and I noticed, not you guys. Not me. No, really? Oh, you were there. Josh is there. I'm <laughs> so sorry. Josh is there. And I noticed a girl on another table looking over strangely at us and she was like she it was kind of like what the fuck are you doing kind of face and she came over after we had someone had told a story we laughed heaps she came over and she said hey guys i know you're really enjoying yourselves but we can hardly hear each other can you please keep it down and we looked at her and we were like yeah yeah i, I guess Hang on, it's, it's, it's the exact same thing that you were telling the stoners off for. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. So, Dion's so- stoner thing is so much better than what this girl did. And I think it's partly because she was American, which made it more annoying. Just her oh. accent of it. The thing that I hated about it was she went on and on and on. At the, it was like a preamble. Yeah, being it was like, a weird preamble. Now, I know you guys are enjoying your brunch and that's so great to see you guys. are obviously great yeah. friends, having a great time. And I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> but I'm here with my friend and we can hardly hear each other talk. It's really hard to hear each other. I was like, I don't need the whole bit at the start. But it made me think, like I canvassed, you know, if you're out to dinner and there's a table next to you and they're all really drunk... Can you tell them to shut up? And then I thought, hang on, I'm in a cafe at 11 a.m. No one can tell me to shut the fuck up. And what she should have done... What do you mean no one can tell you to shut the fuck up? (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) You're in a cafe at 11 (laughs) a.m. It's not a pub at 10 at night. Is that an American accent you've got (laughs) you're doing, Christian? The problem is that we can't effectively judge how loud we were being. We don't know if their tolerance was low because it didn't seem Uh to me that we were being overly boisterous or being like those annoying people that everyone in the cafe is like, geez, these guys. Like I thought we were just like, you know, laughing every now and again at one of our stories. But what she should have done is she should have gone to the waitress and and said, hey, those guys are pretty loud. Do you reckon you could tell them to- What? That's what she should have done. on you. No, yeah. absolutely. I, I think she took the perfect approach in that situation. She went up to you. She was trying to be polite. And then she yes. said, could you just keep it down? No, because maybe she... you guys were being psychotically loud. It was the way she did According it. According to her. Did you have all the recording equipment set up <laughs> as well? She was really patronizing. But also, I mean, when I go to the football, I get really into the football. And 
like not not in the last year or two years or so, but I used to get told to shut up because really? I used to get stuck into my own team and I used to be pretty loud and pretty boisterous. But I don't at the football. Can you tell unless someone's being offensive or racist or something? Can you tell someone to shut up? My favorite thing. What my yeah. my, One of my friend, <laughs> one of my friends, Joel. He's umpired a lot of AFL. So when he goes to the footy, he still gets quite vitriolic, but he's very measured and very reasonable. So he'll stand up and be like, "That was a terrible call, but probably the best you could make from that position." <laughs> <laughs> so back to the cafe stuff I think if she had just been more Hey guys um, I don't know if you know But it, you guys are, It's quite loud What you're saying If you could keep it down That'd be, that'd be great If that, it was all That's what it was I would have re- appreciated it way more yeah. But then I was thinking I was like No I think it's fair For you to be asked To be quiet yeah. But why did you get so annoyed at it then? Because I agree because with you. Because I didn't think we were being that loud. No, no, no. But and, even if you did think you were being loud, you had a problem with the way she approached it, yeah. right? With how she sort of how she sort of yeah. talked and, down and to us hi- in a weird way. And the hyperbole of, we can hardly hear each other talk. Yeah. No, you like, can. You definitely can hear each other. Is that being finicky though? Like, is that is that just us? Should we just get over that stuff? Or can Probably. we continue to get annoyed Yeah, at let's stop stuff? doing the podcast then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've always struggled with telling people that to go up to someone at a cafe and tell them to be quiet. And and the other day, I really needed some killer line to shut someone up. So I was walking uh, home from work and it was late and it was in the city and it's dark. But I mean, there's enough lighting. Anyway, I was walking. I had my headphones on in my own world, walking in a straight line. And I could see coming towards me a girl who was looking down at her phone, who was also walking in a straight line. So I kind of made sure that my line of walk was just outside of her so we didn't bump into each other and then all of a sudden at the last second without any kind of precursor she just turned straight into me while still looking at her phone she turned and walked directly into me and she kind of crunched me like it was a shirt front and and i was hit so hard my headphones flew off my oh head my God. yeah onto onto the floor but but worst of all she dropped her phone and it hit oh. the ground and the screen smashed oh and i was like oh let me help you let me help you and i got my headphones that that josh like what was speaking about things just fly yeah they were like three and a half meters away <laughs> shapes went everywhere know, i don't know how they got there um and i picked it up and i saw her phone i'm like oh that's hell and she's like you 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 need to pay for this <laughs> amazing and i and i and and i was like what do you sorry no, 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 no. I was walking straight to you and I was trying to be reasonable with her and she was just not being rational. She was, you need to pay for this. You you hit me and my phone hit the ground. You need to pay for this. And the only thing, and I was pretty proud of the way that I effectively shut her up without actually directing anything to her, I grabbed my headphones and I just looked at her and I said, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> and I put my headphones on and I kept walking straight. I just, uh, in while she was talking, I went, no problem. And just kept walking on. But you know what's on. great? So you, the argument comes back to her and goes, sorry, do you think the person with her face in her phone yeah. is responsible or the guy who's not doing that yeah. walking, looking it's, straight ahead? It's unbelievable. She, she just must have freaked out. <laughs> I just have this image of you looking down at her phone and uh, leaving a note on her phone with a little windscreen, <laughs> with a little windscreen wiper on the phone contact details (laughs) so christian you think that you've got the right way to tell someone to be quiet you think that it was reasonable for them to tell us to be quiet but do you think she went about it in the right way at the cafe do you think hers was a good approach uh i think that she did the best with what she could given what she saw yeah so can we test you then so if dion and i will recreate 
the cafe scene. And if you can ah. be the patron nearby Not and just and just jump in and okay. see. So we'll just go. Yeah. And then she and then I couldn't believe it, but she she came over that night and it was it was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> oh That's god. So great. Yeah, it was I, such a, it was such a Hi, could I take your orders, please? <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you work here, do you? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> but I needed to get your attention. Can you please shut the fuck up? <laughs> I think hers is better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, how would, well, how, no, wait a minute. Okay. You don't get off that easy. All right, Dion, talk to me. You yeah. tell me how you're supposed yeah. to do it. Talk to me, Christian. No, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> talk to me. And we were and we were making sort of this cake in the kitchen and we couldn't believe it, but oh. it blew up and it blew up the, oh, whole, wow. the whole oven. Hey, guys. And it was just nuts. <laughs> hey, guys, sorry, oh, sorry. That's a funny story. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's sorry, great. guys. Um, yeah. It's, sorry, I don't know if you know, but it's, you guys have been quite loud, so it'd be great if, if you could just keep it down a bit. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I guess. But you realise that like, this is just it's, a... We're, we're just in a having, public place. Yeah, we're just having it's, a good time. Hey, no, no, no. This, this is my role play to tell you guys to yeah, shut up. Not you guys to have a go. I know, and it's not working. We're having <laughs> so a go what, at how you. how do you think that was then? I think that was okay. I think there's no good way to approach anyone. Dion, you're up. No, Fine. I, Josh. Hey, hey Christian. Good, good to see you again. Why You've w- been eating olive yogurt, haven't you? Oh, sorry? <laughs> Olive yogurt. Yes, olive yogurt. <laughs> yeah, it's a new product. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, guys. Hey, um, my my mum and dad are quite ill, um, <laughs> and they're um they're just trying it. They've come like this is the first time they've been out in five years, uh, and they're really wanting some peace and quiet. Oh, okay. If you keep it down, I'll give you two hundred bucks each. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Uh, the way yeah. she should have done Sick it. Sick parents and cash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now, if you haven't listened to any of Curry No Hurry yet, this is going to be the third part in a three-part story. So saga, really, isn't it? <laughs> so go back. An epic. Yeah. Uh, go back to patch 25, listen to Curry No Hurry part one and 26 for part two. And now it's time for the final installment of Curry No Hurry. Yes. Yes. They asked for two parts and I gave them three. <laughs> Previously on Curry No Hurry So it's my first Saturday night off for a very long time And I've decided I'm going to get some Indian, stay inside, watch some Netflix So I go for a run but I accidentally lock myself out And I think, well, how am I going to get access to my house? So I run to Dion's house, he's not home I run to Josh's house, not home I really have to go to the bathroom, decide I'm going to take a shit in Josh's (laughs) front garden But... I have a change of heart. I make my way back home. I knock on my neighbor's door. I ask for her help, but we managed to get locked out of her apartment too. Welcome back to Curry No Hurry, the final installment. 9.56pm. Like the color of her cat's fur, my neighbor gingerly approaches the closed door. (laughs) I hold my breath as her hand clasps the handle and pulls it downward. The door swings open. Thank God. Uh, Oh, it mustn't have it mustn't have locked. That that's lucky. My neighbor's nervous laughter quickly peters out as our eyes meet and our minds begin to wrestle. I could sense her hesitation. She didn't want to hand a strange man her telephone, but cat punting aside, this was a good person, and she knew her only option was to pull the desperately outdated iPhone five out of her pocket and gesture it towards me, like a victim confronted by a thief holding a desperately outdated knife. <laughs> I raise raise my hands. 
No, no, no. That's okay. You do all the screen touching. Could you just type locksmith into Google? She does. Google produces a list of results within 0.006 seconds. <laughs> Desperately attempting to have this interaction finish, I encourage my neighbour to just select the very first name in the search results. 10pm. Uneasily holding her iPhone 5 just below my dripping nose, my neighbour presses the speakerphone option. The line is open. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Hello, overpriced locksmiths. This is Cockhead speaking. How may I take advantage of you tonight? Oh, hi, Cockhead. I'm I'm locked out of my apartment in Brunswick East and would love some help. Is there any chance you'd be available to come out now? Absolutely. Let me first start by emphasizing that it's 10 o'clock at night and that you're about to be financially violated by my company. <laughs> oh, so you're available. That's great. So how much is it going to cost? Well, the call-out fee plus the labor plus the emergency call-out fee plus after hours plus weekend rates plus postage and handling, you're looking at about $400. Oh, Jesus. The figure cut through me like a knife. I could feel my welcome to patchwork instincts kicking in. <laughs> Jeez, isn't 400 a bit steep? The cockhead paused. (laughs) Well, to be honest, mate, it doesn't really sound like you're in a position to be haggling. I wasn't. I could see my neighbor's patience wearing thin. I needed to make a decision fast. What's the best price you can do? Well, if you if you pay cash, I'll I'll do it for three fifty. Well, how about you do it for three fifty and I pay by card? Alright, three fifty. Someone will be out there in thirty minutes. Ten fifteen PM. After thanking my neighbour and promising to buy her a bottle of wine, which I will eventually never do, (laughs) I sit on the cold concrete entry of my building and reflect on the night that could have been. I hadn't given the locksmith my any mobile number for reference, so I was relegated to waiting the entire 30 minutes sitting with my cheek pressed against the glass. (laughs) My face cheek. waiting for some sort of key-shaped van or truck to appear in our driveway. (laughs) I killed the time by doing some warm-down exercises, stretching, playing the drums on my legs, and, of course, trying not to shit my pants. 10.47pm. Like a man stranded at sea, seeing a boat for the first time in months, the sound of the locksmith's van roused me from my exhaustion-induced semi-catatonic state. What... Who's there? What day is this? Emerging from in front of the bright shine of headlights, a vision of beauty. Six foot four, piercing green eyes, 150 kilos, dressed in high vis with his beard tied in a ponytail. Hi, you called for a locksmith? Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, it's, it's just up here. As I walk the locksmith upstairs, the $350 cost almost feels worth it. Maybe this will become a great story for Patchwork. <laughs> And maybe if enough people write on the Facebook page telling me they love the story, Josh and Dion will cover a third of the cost. <laughs> As the locksmith begins his grand charade and unpacks his tools, I knock on the door a few more times just to make sure my housemate hasn't just been sitting on the toilet for the last three hours. Thank God. No response. The locksmith grabs for his first implement and begins working away at professionally picking my lock. As I'm watching this strange man break into my apartment, it strikes me. The locksmith hasn't even asked how I locked myself out, or in fact, whether I actually live here. What's going on? Is there a flaw in the locksmith system? Could I have broken into anyone's home? 
Maybe I'll get him to break into White Lady's house so I can steal that ginger cat and smash her iMac to pieces. <laughs> Serves her right for being so generous with her time. He takes all of 30 seconds for the locksmith to earn his $350. He unlocks the door and pushes it open for me. Ah, the familiar smells of three hours ago. The corridor mirror, the smoke detector, the front door mat. It all looks just how I remembered it. I'm home. In the excitement of watching my apartment be professionally broke into, I didn't hear the footsteps coming up the stairs behind me. Oh, no. What's going on here? I turn my head around and my heart sinks. Standing in front of the locksmith, who is now beginning to pack away his tools, is my impeccably dressed and gloriously dry housemate, Lucas. In his hand, as if fate is teasing me, his house keys. Jesus. 10.54 p.m. Still hasn't taken a shit. <laughs> $350 and an absurdly relieving bowel movement later. <laughs> I sit on the very couch where curry no hurry was to have taken place. Lucas walks toward me holding a glass of whiskey. God bless him. He's a good kid. <laughs> One day he'll have a wife and kids of his own and he'll tell them this story. I look at my clock. 10.54pm. You know what? It's Saturday night. I don't care what time I go to bed. I'm having my curry. No hurry. I open Uber Eats. This place is still open. Indian Kitchen Restaurant and Cafe. What a generic sounding restaurant name. <laughs> a quick scroll. Everything's sold out except for one item. No, it's not the eggplant peshwari. It's the quick pick deal. I order my generic sounding meal from the generic sounding restaurant and jump into the shower. 11.05pm. I'm dressed in an oversized jumper, comfy track pants and thick woolen socks. I turn on the TV and pull up David Attenborough's life, episode one, The Challenges of Life. (laughs) The irony makes me chuckle to myself. My night has been almost identical to the plight of the chinstrap penguin who constantly fears being consumed by the leopard seal. And just like the chinstrap penguin, I check the status of my Uber Eats order. My driver is right out the front. I bounce over to our balcony and peer over the edge. I see an Indian man approaching the glass door to our apartment. We don't have a buzzer system, so I leap through our door, down the communal stairs, past white ladies' closed apartment door, and towards the glass security door. I'm smiling the entire way down. I throw open the door, just as the man is opening it. Hey, mate, how are you going? <laughs> uh, good, thank you. And you? Yeah, better now. You wouldn't believe the night I've had. <laughs> I reach out and pull at the black canvas bag the man's holding. Well, dude, what are you doing? So, sorry, I'm... Just gri- grabbing my food. Mate, we, we don't all work for Uber. <laughs> Confused, I then see my actual Uber delivery man walking down the driveway. The Indian man whose bag I just pulled brushes past me and into his apartment. Mortified, I wait patiently for the man holding an actual Uber bag to present it to me. He had a very thick Australian accent. <laughs> I grab it from his hands and slime my way back up the stairs to my apartment. I take a well-deserved final seat on my lounge room couch, open my Uber bag, and take a deep, reinvigorating breath in. The worst is now behind me. It's finally here. It's time to enjoy my curry, no hurry. 
Dion and I have got a bundle of questions I'm about sure Curry No Hurry. And I've got some questions for you two as well, don't forget. <laughs> yes, um, so we'll be coming to those in a later patch. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but that should be a lot of fun to uh, get to the bottom of Curry No Hurry. Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? You know what's really good? When the second flush finishes the job. <laughs> really, good. Really, good. really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? Pulling off a band-aid to reveal a well-heeled scab. <laughs> Really good, really good, really good. good. Do you know what's really good? When your partner goes out and you have the whole night to yourself. Really good, really good, really good. We love hearing your really goods, so make sure that you jump on our Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter. Just respond to our really good Fridays. We post them every fortnight. And similarly, we release our episodes every fortnight on a Wednesday. You know what Gina Andriani thinks is really good? When you fall asleep on public transport, wake up in a panic thinking you've missed your stop, but then realise there's still one more to go. Really good. Really good. And you know what Katie Sam thinks is really good? Proving the mature age student wrong. Really good. Really good. And you know what Rebecca Stasinowski thinks is really good? When you wash your car and the countdown timer finishes, just as you complete the spot-free rinse. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. You know Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork this week. Uh, we have a Facebook page, we have an Instagram page, we have a Twitter page, we have a podcast page. We have four pages in total. If you could check out our Facebook page uh, and also rate us on Apple's podcast app, that would be awesome. If you want to support us and support creative people, um, you can go to patreon.com forward slash welcome to patchwork. You can donate as little as a dollar per month. We have a lot of generous people that are giving us money every month uh, and that keeps us going and helps us stay in our podcast. Josh, what did you sew into your patch this week? Uh, Dion, my patch this week was you bribing your neighbours to be quiet with a software activation code. (laughs) (laughs) Christian, what patch did you sew this week? I sewed into my patch Dion ordering some icy water off of Uber Eats using someone else's discount code. (laughs) And, And Dion, what did you sew into your patch this week? Christian, I sewed into my patch this week. Me saying to Christian, dude, why didn't you just find the nearest McDonald's and shit there? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 Most of my prime that that should be a childhood book. Most of my primary school teachers are dead. (laughs) Oh, Jesus.